Let's welcome Riley Morgan of the Airwaves, star goal kicker for the Subiaco Football Club. He tags, he wins the ball, he does it all. But he's going to do some race tips for us here out of Belmont tomorrow. Hello, Morgs. G'day, boys. How are you? Good. You can hear the sprightliness in your voice. You're, you're a goal kicker now. You're unstoppable in the midfield. <laughs> I think the saying goes, if it rains, it pours, JL. I was able to break the duck and two from two. Well, rains and pours, it could be a bit like that tomorrow. It'd be a bit hard for you working out how to... Uh, assess the track is it going to be really heavy or what are you thinking uh i don't think it'll be heavy it's pretty good track going on in terms of how it takes the rain um i was speaking to someone who actually works one of the track staff there yesterday who said that the track's been playing really sticky with that sort of rain we've had and a bit of sort of weather where it's just had constant showers throughout the week that haven't really impacted how heavy the track's got but it's just made it really sticky underfoot and they were running pretty slow time midweek on Wednesday so just something to take into account but with the rain overnight I'm thinking we'll probably be on a soft six or soft seven Alright, racing at Belmont tomorrow with that uh, track rating in mind is it a tough card to, to try and pick a winner or is it straightforward? What, what, are, you, what are you looking now, at? It's a, it's a really difficult card out there at the moment with the weather and just the unknown around how that track is going to play tomorrow. There's a few horses I do think that we can still have some have some fun with out there, JL, but no, yeah, certainly a difficult one at that. All right, what's your first? We kick off in race number three. I really like this placement of horse number nine here, race three, number nine, give me one reason, who drops back into a 60-plus out of some really strong three-year-old races. And he's on the quick backup here after really savaging the line last week behind a, a trio of very promising horses. I think all three of them go very nicely in two darty, Berberet and, and Divine Belief. So they're three horses you can certainly put in your black book as well. But I just think he brings super form lines with him from each of his last three runs. And with Paddy Carberry going back aboard for the Miller camp, who had a few winners during the week. I'm hoping he can find a spot for him midfield with cover in running from that barrier as opposed to getting right back in the field as he has at his past couple of starts. So I think he deserves to break through. He's racing well enough to, and I think it looks a really nice opportunity for him. Race three, number nine, give me one reason. Race three, number nine. So that's relatively early in the card. Where do we head next? We head a bit further... A bit later on in the card there, JL. Race 8, number 11 here, I think looks a really nice bet. Although very popular in early markets, understandably so colossal. He's flying to the new connections and, and draws a barrier, I think is the, the important point here for the first time this campaign. In what looks a, a very suitable race for him. I would have maybe preferred if it was 1,100 or 1,200 metres, but at two starts today, this prep, he's drawn barrier 8 of 10, savaged the line, drew barrier 11 of 12 last time out behind Ghost of Walks and just got shot an absolute mile back from the gate with Pike having to sort of duck back to the inside and ride for luck, searching for runs there. He comfortably reeled off the quickest last 600 and 400 metre splits of that entire meeting and not only for me finds a race here that isn't as deep in terms of quality of opposition but also draws an alley to sit closer in a field where there looks to be some really strong tempo engaged. So I think with even luck, William Pike will gun them down and he'll be very popular to do so. Alright, we've only got one more. What are you going to go tip in that one? Yes, we do. A couple of horses I'm happy to back in the last, Wayne. It's a really tricky race to get out, but I think their life and value all the same. The first of those being Bang Tempest, who I thought was super the way she got to the line last start behind Rockinori. And, and while that form wasn't exactly frank last weekend, she, she's drawn a gate to sit closer here, and I think up to 1,300 metres looks really suitable. And in a race, Wayne, it was almost a process of elimination where I found more negatives than positives with most of the runners. She wasn't one that fit that category, so happy to have something on her and also happy to have something on somewhat of a forgotten horse for me here in multinational at over double figure odds who just 
found a really ugly race first up. There was lots of bumping, buffeting, racing in restricted room between horses, which he just didn't look to appreciate whatsoever. I thought if you only go back to his trial before that run behind Bit of Merit, who was a super winner last week, last weekend to take you out the last, it was too good to ignore. And so I think that the market's forgotten about him. And if he can slide across from Barrier 9, sit on speed and what looks a race that doesn't have a great deal of that, I think he'll certainly run a, a really strong race. So happy to back two, Main Tempest, and also number one, Multinational. All right, so those numbers, race race nine, what were the numbers again, sorry, Riley? Race nine, number one, multinational, and race nine, number two, Vane Tempest, happy to back both. Perfect, so those tips for those who came in late, race three, number nine, race eight, number 11, race nine, number one, and race nine, number two. What do you do with your weekend off, Riley? Is it a weekend off? You're training? What does Subi Footy Club do to keep this remarkable season going? No, it is. We've got the weekend off, JL. I think the boys have certainly deserved one. I'm heading down south with a couple of the boys this afternoon, actually, for a little bit of uh, a little bit of R&R, and then we'll be straight back into it on Monday. Looking forward to getting stuck in and big game next week against Claremont and Claremont. The old uh, Riley Morgan Cup, that one, I would have thought. Bailey Rogers, isn't, <laughs> Bailey Rogers isn't playing this week. He might come back next week and you'll be standing alongside him again. Yeah, well, the competition's better for having him around, Brog. He's been battling with a bit of an ankle issue at the moment, I think. But, no, it'll be interesting to see if he does get up for that game. Certainly huge for, for Claremont's chances, if so. But, no, I haven't had the chance to play at Claremont Oval yet in front of the, uh, the old faithful jail. I've played against him twice, but both games have been at Leadville Oval. So, uh, I look forward to that. They're going to sledge you? The Claremont faithful always have a little bit to say. Well, they had a bit to say last time out at Leaderville, so I'm, I'm sure they might be a little bit more vocal at home, that's for sure. Never forget the game a couple of years ago when you were still at Claremont and it was on. There were all sorts of spot fires and Subi came from a long way back to, to win. Uh, we'll be doing that game in a, a couple of weeks, so looking forward to that one. You can't miss goals from the goal line, Morgan. That might be your way forward as, as a goal kicker. Maybe just kick them from the goal line. I wish they were all that easy, mate. I've had some, I've missed some shockers over the years, but no, that was a, a tough one to miss last weekend. It certainly was. Hey, Riley, enjoy a little bit of R and R down south. Good luck with those tips, and we'll chat to you next week. Thanks very much, boys. Have a good weekend. Riley Morgan, he's heading down down south.